Hello, I'm Liz Jones. If you read my diary in the Mail on Sunday's You magazine, then you'll know me and my life pretty well. But if you've always wanted to know more, this is the place for you. Welcome to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast. I'll be taking you behind the scenes of this week's column before digging back into the archives to find some of the most shocking and hilarious stories from the last 20 years. I'll be doing all this with the help of my assistant, friend and confidant, Nick. Hello. Too much well, coffee. Nick and I went to see the Bond film yesterday afternoon. We did. With all the pensioners. We did. It was actually it's the first time I've seen that cinema full. It wasn't really full. No, because they're doing social distancing with one thing, but it was full for, for the social distancing thing. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. It's our cinema's never full. We sometimes we have it to ourselves. And although I love Bond and I love Daniel Craig, I thought it was a load of rubbish. No! I love they didn't play the music enough. I don't think you heard there it. There weren't enough car... No, I know, I'm not that deaf. There <laughs> weren't enough car chases. You didn't even get the sexy women at the beginning doing the dancing. Maybe that's not politically correct now. Yeah, but Bond isn't meant to be politically yeah, but we've correct. Yeah, but we've gone all woke with Bond, haven't we? We've got, we've got a, a, a black, female, curvy 007, haven't we? we it's, we've gone a bit woke. And I didn't even think the clothes were that brilliant. You see, the thing about Bond is it's all about the clothes and the Italian suits and the locations and the Amalfi Coast. A, they should have captioned where they were, but for me. I wanted to know where they were filming. Right. B, whatever her name is, Leia Sadu, was sort of, most of the time she was running around in a pair of white jeans and a black T-shirt. I, I thought it was... I loved it. I completely But disagree. there was no plot. There, well, there was a plot. I No, I loved it. I loved it. And and I have to say, the it starts off, and I'm, we're not going to give away too much because obviously like you're going to want to see it for yourself, but it starts off very dynamic and very exciting. It's a really good start to it. And the, we had car But it wasn't as good places. as jumping out a plane and then there's a Union Jack parachute and then you've got Carly Simon... No, I, th- I thought it was great. You know, we had dreary old Billie Eilish. Yeah, she's a bit depressing, ah, isn't she? Ah, but I'll give her a juice. She refused to, to wear Gucci until they stopped using fur or someone, some designer. So I'll give her a, a juice. She would not wear them on the on the red carpet unless they'd stop using fur. So full, full credit to Billie Eilish. No, I do love Billie Eilish, but I thought it was quite downbeat, her song. No, I thought... I, yeah, no, it was a bit depressing. I thought I thought it was great. I thought it was a different tack, wasn't it? We saw a different bond. We saw a different side to him. Um, again, I don't want to give too much away. But I found that I'm actually quite jealous and possessive over bond. I felt quite slighted. Because sort of Bond belongs to us, doesn't he? he? Belongs to the viewer. He's a bit of a philanderer, a bit of a ladies' man. Is it's it's not sort of ever too personal. He sort of flits around, and he sort of belongs to us. So any hint of him having like a proper love interest, I'm not too happy because it's like he should be mine. You know, as as a viewer, I feel we. But I would to the... say because I am quite a student of Bond, having watched them all. 
you almost get to see Daniel Craig naked. You know when he has the shower outside? Yeah. You almost see his front bottom. Well, to be fair, in a pair of pants he had on, you don't leave much to the imagination. But don't you think he was naked in the shower? Yeah. Lovely. He's actually he's very got better good. looking, isn't he? He's very good for his late fifties. He's, no, he's got better looking. I was looking. I was looking at the Bond documentary he did um, last night, and it showed. It was a, there was a lot of sort of outtakes from when he did his first one, and he's so much more bondified now. He looks more Bond now, and he's he's better looking now, and he's more rugged, and he, he just, you know, I think he's the best Bond apart from Sean Connery. I have to say. Yeah, no, I do like him as Bond. Do you absolutely believe he would kill someone with yeah. his better hands? But the, the, the black actress playing the new 007, she doesn't have a core of steel, I don't think. No, no, I wasn't... No, she wasn't dynamic enough. Bond was still 007. And I could also... Call I could, what you like. I could see her acting. Yeah. I knew she was acting. I didn't believe her, no. whereas I believed Bond... But my absolute favourites are Ben Whishaw. I love Ben Whishaw. I love him. I love him. He's so dark and fragile, isn't he? I love him. I absolutely love him. I love his little And there was a funny scene in the film where he's giving a dinner party for obviously his boyfriend, because he's got to be gay, hasn't he? That was a boyfriend, yeah. And Bond and people turn up, Moneypenny, Bond and Moneypenny turn up, and they want him to solve... A crime, and he says, "No, I'm laying the table." I love him. I absolutely. So I think love that him. might have been a Phoebe Waller Bridge line because there was only about. I would say there was only about three clever lines in the film, and mm. I think you need more than that for what they paid her. I could have written more funny lines. No, but he was very beautiful. The scenery was very beautiful. I I loved it. I loved it. I don't know why you didn't like it. I loved it. But it, at one minute, it was so high tech. All the lots of different computer screens and DNA and all that. And then the next minute, all Bond had to do was pull a lever. It didn't kind of make sense. Because he's Bond. He's Bond, isn't he? That's why. He pulls the lever and it works. He could pull But there my was lever. one scene that wasn't woke when he jumped in a topless, very old, diesel Land Rover Defender. And didn't Which it broke down. Him? It didn't. It, well, it was sabotaged, wasn't it? Defenders don't break down, Jones. But they why are the Twitter down. trolls? Why are the no? My defender always used to break down. Don't you remember? Yeah, but normal defenders don't. We were we're just cursed. We're cursed. That's it. But the Twitter sphere was alive with. They didn't show the last episode of Married at First Sight by mistake, so Channel Four obviously gone out to watch the Bond film. And so twi- the Twitter spirit was alive with Married at First Sight and it was alive with Bond, did they like it or not. But nobody trolled Daniel Craig for driving a Defender. But because yesterday in the mail I wrote a piece about the fuel crisis, I was trolled all night. You drive long distances. You shouldn't be driving a car. You shouldn't be driving... I know you drive your car... So I replied to all the trolls saying, actually, I don't have children, so I've got a free pass. I don't have to be eco, because after me, there wouldn't be any humans. If everyone did what I did, which was not have sex till they were 32 and then go through the menopause and then have sex, there wouldn't be any humans and the planet would be fine. So actually, I do have a free pass. And why does no one troll Daniel Craig and they all troll me? It's because he's a man and I'm a woman. No, it's because he's Bond and Bond is is completely irreproachable. That's why he's Bond. 
is Bottle Week will be my bond. I just didn't like the other bonds. There's none of them that have worked for me except for Sean Connery. What was the Roger Moore thing about? Well, I quite, I quite like Roger Moore because he wore a safari suit. I do like a safari suit. No. But the clothes were awful in no. Bond. What on earth happened? No, there's that girl at the beginning. That, that was wears... the only nice dress. Oh, my God, though. She, this girl, seriously, she's doing all her kung fu stuff with, and she's got a, a, a dress slashed to the waist. How do her boobs stay in? How did her boobs not come flying out? I think they out? sellotape them, don't they? It'd have to be super glue to keep them in what she was doing. I mean, to say, we saw uh, knickers, we saw everything. How did they stay in? It, the, the dress was just literally grazing her nipples. How? My God, I wish I could wear a dress like that. I'd go to Sainsbury's in it if I could wear a dress like that. I can't like wear that. a dress like that. Oh, my God, if I could look like that in that dress, I would I would literally, I'd wear it to muck the horses out. I'd be so thrilled. <laughs> Should we move to the archive, which yes. is Bond-related, everyone? And it gnarlies, the film's fantastic. It gnarlies. No, I hated it. That, I thought it was a no. load of rubbish. OK, so people let us know what you think. Are you Team Liz, rubbish, or Team Nick, bloody brilliant? I think the thing but was... there wasn't a plot. No, but it took an... It, there was a plot. It just took an... It was a different vibe of Bond. It was a different Bond. It was a different direction wasn't it i don't know where we go from here really i think it was a basildon bond <laughs> God. team liz or team nick let us know so my archive da, da, da. Da, da, da. i haven't interviewed daniel craig although i have tried i think they've heard about me and they've just said no well, they I've heard been... about me and bruce willis and me and bruce willis's bath exactly exactly but you could send me I could go and... Because I'm not scary, you see. I'm warm and fluffy. Yeah, but you're not a 40 years trained journalist. I'm not interested in interviewing him. I just want to get in the room with him. So this is from September the 5th, 2005, when I was a lot younger. <laughs> we were all a lot younger. And I was sent to the Dorchester to interview Rachel Weiss, who is now married to James Bond. Not fair. It's not fair, he belongs, is it? He belongs to us, the viewer. He belongs to the viewers. And the problem with having such a very, very long and award-winning career, I interview these people as child stars and then I interview them when they retire. <laughs> so I interviewed Rachel Weisz the first time when she was still at school and she was 13. Aww. She was a child. So I interviewed her when she was a child. When she was and still she came to my office... Because um, I was on Company Magazine in Carnaby Street, just off Carnaby Street, and she came with her mum. Oh, that's really sweet. And she was so beautiful. And looking at her as a thirteen-year-old, I mean, I was just like, "Well, you're going to grow up one day and marry James Bond because you're just so beautiful." But we all want to marry James Bond, don't we? We all want Bond. But she wasn't married to him then. She was just a girlfriend. She said to me, no, I am a very difficult girlfriend. She's quite prickly. I would say she's quite prickly. Mm. She's not warm and fluffy. But that's good, though, isn't it? A bit, bit warm and fluffy can be a little bit sort of insipid, can't it? Yeah, she was quite... And she said she was quite a difficult girlfriend. She was going out with Darren Aronofsky then, who she later married. And she, when she was 13, she didn't think she was beautiful because she had... Very big eyes, very big nose, very big mouth. Her features were slightly too big for her face, but 
that is beautiful. But she didn't think she was beautiful at the school. Mm. And she didn't notice anyone bullying her. But I'd have bullied her if I was at school with her. <laughs> what, a sheer jealousy? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have stolen her gym kit. <laughs> but you're not bitter. But when I interviewed her in 2005, she had just made The Constant Gardener with Ray Fines. See, there's... There's I a synchronicity him. here, isn't there? Yeah. Who was in the Bond film. He's brilliant in this film, isn't yeah. he? He's brilliant. And he had some great lines. Where yeah. are you, Bond? You know, yeah. he had some great lines. Yeah. You could see him almost giggling, couldn't you, yeah. when, when he said them? Yeah. No, I loved him. So she just made The Constant Gardener, which meant that she had to go and film in Kenya in a slum. So they really, really went to film in Kenya. It wasn't like CGI or whatever. So before she went out with Darren Aronofsky and married him, she went out with Sam Mendes, you know, who was married to Kate Winslet. She's not roughing it then, is she? And if she was still with him, I said to her, you'd be as famous as Kate, as Kate Winslet. And she didn't want to be as famous as Kate Winslet. She does let slip, though, that she's not an easy girlfriend. Why does that surprise me? Because she's so prickly. I'm very hard on myself, she says, finally. I have flaws like any person. None of this is cool in real life. Growing up in those slums in Kenya, that is real. That's hard. Being me isn't difficult at all. So that made me quite like her, really, because most movie stars, they think they have such a hard time, mm. don't they? Yeah, yeah. You know, like Megan. I mean, you know I'm team Megan. Yeah, yeah. But they think their life is so difficult. But it's not difficult. Living in a slum is difficult. I think, I think most of us want to punch people that think life is difficult because I'm not saying they don't have problems, I'm not saying they don't have stress. Having money and position doesn't eliminate that, of course. But I'd be a lot less stressed if I knew when a bill comes through the door I could pay it. That would eliminate a lot You're of my stress. You're complaining about your salary again, I'm aren't not... you? <laughs> no, but it's like... Go and work for Bryony Gordon. I'm sure, oh, the, ha- I'm sure the Telegraph pay her loads. No, I want to work for Matt Darren Hague. Brown. Darren Matt Brown. Dar- go on then. Team Off Darren. You go. Team Darren Off Brown. You go. Uh, so I'll be, I probably won't have me, but I'm available, Darren, and I'll take a pay cut. But I, I knew that Rachel Weisz was destined for great things when I met her as a schoolgirl. But it is awful when you're, you've been doing this so long, you interview people at school, and then they're really, really... Not that she's really, really old. So I remember when I was on Company magazine, one of the first pieces I did was I interviewed Kenneth Branagh. And I went to his house, and he lived in this sort of flat share, and it was full of houseplants, and it wasn't very clean. And he was still at drama school. And he was so worried about the interview, he then phoned my house. <laughs> and David, who lived next door, he, kept, he was always answering my phone in my house. And he picked up the phone and he said, oh, it's Kenneth Branagh. And obviously he was still at drama school. No one knew who he was. Yeah. And Kenneth was saying, you know, was it OK? Do you need anything else? I'm sorry you didn't like my houseplants. <laughs> and then I went to the BAFTAs and I was in the fashion pen, which is the pen at the end without a roof so you get rained on. Makes me think. And like Kenneth Branagh was at the BAFTAs and he just made Dunkirk. Do you remember he was in Dunkirk yeah, as like yeah. a statesman? Yeah. And I remember looking at Kenneth Branagh walking up the red carpet and he looked like an old, old man. And I thought, 
I interviewed you at drama school. Scary, What's going isn't on? It? It's really scary. I feel like that when I see people's children, when I've like changed their nappies and they're bringing their like girlfriends home and getting married and stuff. So not, that's not like a Kenneth Branagh anecdote, though. It's, is it? it's not though. It's not though. But it still ages me, and I, I resent it. <laughs> You can read this week's diary in full on Mail on Sunday's You magazine. Do you want to know about this week's column? Go on. You printed it out very small, Nick. I can't actually read it. <laughs> so in our in our in our Miranda Priestley Andy <laughs> relationship, Nick prints out the podcast because I keep having to give her more things to do because she doesn't do enough and she's printed it so small I can't actually read it <laughs> that's so Darren Brown will offer me a job <laughs> but you, you can read I might that. have had no I can't <laughs> I might have had laser eye surgery <laughs> but I can't actually read that oh dear oh god all I can see is a picture of Crocs there is an illustration of me wearing Crocs, there which is. is actually, that's like a Kim Kardashian sex tape or something, isn't it? A picture of me in clogs. It's just going to ruin me. Well, <laughs> it's the only way you're going to get clogs on your feet is in an illustration, isn't it? You're never actually going to wear <laughs> So this, ah, now before we go to this week's column, this is the follow-up to Birthday Gate. When oh, be quiet. When last week I wrote, I got nothing, 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 nothing. Nicola here, who's worked for me for about four hundred years on a very high salary, still hasn't got me a birthday gift. Where is it? It's it, it's birthday gate. It, there is. If you work for Darren Brown, you'd have to get him a bunch of daffodils. No, they, I've got your carrot cake. I booked your theatre tickets. I'm yeah, but we couldn't you go because you've been nursing your dog for I six know, weeks. I know, but the thought was there. No, there is something on its way, but it's not come yet. Is I decided. Liberty? I no, I. <laughs> it's practical, you know. I always get you practical stuff like printers and jobbers, and that. this is practical. Yeah, but the printer doesn't work. That it, means you've well, turned into Andy from well, it worked, Devil Wears Prada. It worked when I bought it, so you've got you've got something on the way, but it's it's practical. It's not not. Well, I hope it's a candle. Flaps. No, it's not a candle. It's practical. It's something you need. Right, so this Sunday's column, I have a confession. Oh, my God. Last week, I wrote, I got nothing, nothing, nothing for my birthday, including from Nicola, who has a very high salary. Poor me. I all, the only missive I got was an email from my printer telling me it didn't have any ink. Well, that afternoon... My friend Isabel popped round and she gave me two Liberty Print tea towels and a pair of Crocs. <laughs> She'd worn hers on our mini break in the Lake District and she kept telling me I should get a pair. I told her I've written 15,000 words in the newspaper saying how much I hate them. You really hate them. The next day, Nick gave me a pair of wide leg trousers from Zara such is my phobia about looking fat. I hate wide leg trousers. I am toothpick till I die. They are really nice, though. Have you still got them? No, I've sent them back. I couldn't wedge them on. Then she said, I thought your wedding tuxedo was wide-legged. I did. No! <laughs> but it looks it in the picture. 
they just went wide as I lost so much weight before the big day. Not my fault. Even though my husband was a 42-inch waist and we went to a tailor and they didn't have anything on the peg, so they had to make him one custom-made and he thought he was a trophy and he had to have a suit specially made because it didn't fit them. She's still very bitter. I'm very bitter She's and angry. She's still very bitter about that piece, very bitter. Anyway, someone on Twitter... I, I wish I could leave Twitter. Dug up a photo of me walking down the aisle. How on earth did they get hold of that? You see, I've got no privacy. They, d- they haven't really got enough to do, though, have they? No, get a garden, get a collie. You'll never have time to go on Twitter again. They accused me... I think that's because I attacked what Caitlin Moran was wearing. They accused me of wearing a tracksuit on my wedding day. And I had to inform them, because obviously I'm a fashion maven, I'm Miranda Priestley. Tuxedos have stripes down the outside of the leg. You numb nuts. <laughs> but in all fairness, so do Adidas. They weren't tracksuit bottoms on my weren't. wedding day. I know they weren't. I'm talking about the person You're that walking said a it. very, very <laughs> narrow tightrope. <laughs> oh, I'm sleep deprived. I'm just risking it all. <laughs> and then the next day I got a card in the post... Dearest Liz, happy birthday, X. It was an X from my ex. But it was a card you order on the internet. He hadn't put on proper shoes. Where are your proper shoes? Ventured out and bought one, carried it home in his pocket. He hadn't written in it himself or bought a stamp. It's the birthday card equivalent of making you get on top during sex. No effort. They just lie there inert, like a cushion. (laughs) Okay. I'll never look at Moonpig again in the same way. I've been brewing a bit over the news that my ex-ex is dating someone who's 26 and who will forever after in this column be known as the fetus. (laughs) Especially today, I noticed the weird flap of loose skin under my upper arms. I'm like a bat. I've only just got over the adult acne stage to discover that if I launched myself off a tall building, I'd glide safely to the ground. Plus point. So you're getting more positive. But the good news is, I've got another date. Oh, God. (laughs) It's a vegetarian photographer. Ah, so that's positive. But it's not Nigel. Uh, Yeah, well... That's negative. See, we're up and down. It's like a roller coaster. It is. We're up and down. We're up and down. Nigel is still locked in a cupboard in Sydney. This one is late 50s, divorced, has a giant child. I haven't seen a photo of him, although I've searched on Google, believe me. Uh, We know. I have found his house and I zoomed in on his lawn. And was it... Was it... Yeah, it was all right. It was all right, yeah, yeah. Bit of a main road, but, you know, we kind of everything. We've agreed to meet in Leeds. I've booked an executive room in a hotel... I won't tell him I have a room, it's just I don't want to drive. I almost hired a Victoria Beckham slip dress from my wardrobe HQ. It's the same dress I wore at Limewood. It's still being it's still for rent. I've tell everyone I've been in it and sweated in it. I'm sure that'll put the price up. <laughs> so you've not seen a photo of this one? Not not when this column was written, Nick, no. We're in a time warp. So you're actually... Well, no, I mean, at, at this t- at this time. We're, yeah. we're in this time warp, aren't we? We've got into a little 
little Tom Baker thing and we've gone into this time. No, I haven't seen a photo so at you've this point. I've seen him. his wheelie bin on Google Earth. I've seen his wheelie bin. I've seen his lawns. Yeah, I wouldn't date a man who had any bare patches. It's very brave to agree to meet someone and you have no idea what they look like. Very brave. No, but very often you see a photograph of someone you'd say, oh, no, but then you sort of get used to them, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I th- I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just think it's very brave. Anyway, the great thing about going out with a new man is he hasn't seen my Louboutin shoe boots before and he'll think they're new. <laughs> I sometimes think it's easier to get a new man than a pair of new shoes. Mm. Cheaper. He sounds sweet. He has already told me he's five foot six, and is that a problem? What are you? I'm about five, seven, five, eight. But I told him it depends on which shoes I'm wearing. <laughs> he has promised not to ghost me or block me or say distance is a problem, which is our problems that has happened before, haven't they? Yes, been there, worn the T-shirt. I'm hoping, if it works out, he won't call me the C word which happened before, didn't it? Yes. Cheat bad. on me before and after we marry and then his, and then sell his story to, to Grazia magazine. I'm reminded of that great line in Mad Men. Dom, we should get married, Midge. You think I'd make a good ex-wife? <laughs> I hate the thought, though, he might be rummaging through my metaphorical wall, wheelie bends. The photos before and after my facelift, me in a bikini, I've got very short legs and a long body like a dachshund, me having my eyebrows tattooed. I've learned, though, that men are only interested in you and as far as it impacts them. My last boyfriend had no idea I write for the newspaper about lots of different topics, fashion, earthquakes, famines, animal rights, interviews with Rachel Weisz, he thought I only had a column about him. We were at a dinner party when he let this fact slip out. And that night I made him sleep in a different room, even though we were staying at his sister's. But this one seems interested, but not a stalker. That's the balance, isn't it, you see? Yeah, it like is. me and Rachel Weiss, you want someone who's interested, but they understand you're a Hollywood actress and they're going to have to walk behind you on the red carpet, but they're not stalking you. No, so the same. I notice we've moved from Megan to Rachel Vice now. We've moved, we've, we've, we've swapped allegiance. No, I'm still Team Megan. <laughs> I was very, very rude. I was asked to write this week for the Daily Mail about the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate, turning up at the Bond premiere. Now, I tried to go to the Bond premiere at the Royal Albert Hall, and there were lots of journalists there, quite junior people actually. But when we asked for me to go to the premiere, they said they didn't have room. They didn't have room, yeah. We did ask quite late, though, didn't we? Yeah, but that was your fault. You should have seen it looming in the calendar. You said to me to ask tickets. I asked for tickets when you asked me. Yeah, but have a bit of initiative. Yeah, but I'm not the, I'm, I'm not Kerry, am I? I'm not Kerry. No, I need I'm Kerry back. I'm prototype too. Anyway, so I wasn't invited to the premiere. I know lots of journalists were who were quite junior. But I was asked to write about Kate and the gold... Jenny Packham dress so when they asked me I said you do know I'm going to be quite negative and they said yeah no that's fine you can be negative no she looked lovely 
That's not what you said at the time. You no, said she looked like a Christmas tree. No, you said that. I thought she looked like a Bond girl. I thought she looked like that in Octopussy, that girl with the tarot. Was it the tarot cards? I thought she reminded me of her, very glamorous. I thought she looked lovely. No, I but my point, my point is it's the actor's night. He had to swing off a bridge holding a bit of cable. It was their night. It's not the night of the royals. They didn't make the film. You're not supposed to upstage them. Anyway, go on to Reader's Letters because I'm tired of being challenged and trolled, even by people I pay a huge salary to. No one's going to upstage Daniel Craig in a pink jacket. No one. No one. <laughs> she just wants me to agree with her. <laughs> I liked her dress. It's not my fault. Don't be so contrary. <laughs> it's not my fault I liked it. No, but... it was too much. It was too much. It was just it was just too much. She looked like, you know, the Eiffel Tower light, lights up now. Yeah. I think the difference is though, isn't it? I really like sequins and stuff. I like that sort of thing. Yeah, but that's thing. because you're from Leytonstone. Yeah. She's not from Leytonstone, is she? She's from the home counties. No, and I'd from... rather she was less old school and a bit more modern and edgy. And actually, I don't think she had enough hair that she'd grown herself to do that hairdo. I think she was doing a bit of a Liz Taylor or a Gina Lola Brigida, and it was imported. Well, I thought she looked like a Bond girl. So sorry to interrupt, Liz, but we have a very important announcement that might just interest your listeners. There's another Mail on Sunday podcast and it could change your life. It's called Medical Minefield. Yes, where we talk about the ethical dilemmas at the heart of the health stories that matter the most. And that's with me, Barney Kalman, the Mail on Sunday's health editor. And me, Eve Simmons, the deputy health editor. Find us at mailplus.co.uk. Lots of you get in touch telling me what you think about my life and my decisions. So I think it's only fair that you get to have your say here on the podcast too. If you'd like to get in touch, then go to lizjonesgoddess.com or tweet me at lizjonesgoddess. Right, OK, letters. This will cheer you up. We've got some nice letters. We had loads and loads of people wishing you happy birthday. And, but it was um, five weeks too late. I write five weeks in advance. It's not published instantly, Well, is what it? you'll have to do next year is say, in five weeks, it's going to be my birthday, so people can wish you happy birthday actually on your birthday. Give them some warning. Right, so we've got Katie Porter, who says, Sorry to read your family didn't wish you happy birthday. What fuckers? Sending much happiness on what was your birthday, Liz. I love reading your columns and hope you have a lovely Sunday with the people who appreciate you just as you are. That's very Bridget Jones, isn't it? Yeah, just as, just as I am. Aww. And we've got Jane, who said that it was very interesting to hear about size zero models. Absolutely shocking. Nick is so funny and I love your banter. That was Jane. I did interview Renny Zelga in Los Angeles once. I love her. Before the first Bridget film. You think Renny Zelga is very... um down to earth and we were both a lot younger when I interviewed her in 2000 um so when I interviewed her I ordered a glass of champagne and she looked up at the waiter and said could I have a glass of organic flat rainwater wow 
And Though she's she not that it? down to earth, is she, everybody? Did she get her organic cream water? <laughs> <laughs> and the piece de resistance comes from Leslie, who says, Dear Nick, here is a little pick-me-up and a birthday poem for Lee. She's written you a poem. Your wonder, was it worth it? You wonder, was it worth it? Birthdays are depressing when you reach an age and start to analyse your life page by page. When you see it written down in black and white, you wonder, was it worth it? Did you get it right? But Liz, you are a goddess dedicated to your art. The reason why you've won awards and from others stand apart. Is that it? That's it. I thought it was quite good. Well, that's it from us this week. If you enjoyed listening to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast, why not visit mailplus.co.uk forward slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. I'll be back next Sunday, but for now, I'm Liz Jones. And I'm Nick. Goodbye. Goodbye.